It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday, bitches. Happy motherfucking hump day. Happy hump day. Have you humped lately? I have. Oh, I'm jealous. Um, yeah, I, I humped lately. <laughs> I'm not going to blast anyone, but I've done some humping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am proud to say that we did go to a, a sex play party this weekend, and I did no humping at the play party, and I felt really sexy about it. I, I just that. did a lot of slow dancing, so I'm sure the people I slow danced were, with were like, bitch, but I felt really good about it. Did you? <laughs> I did. I was watching you. Yeah, you got mad at me. I walked in front of her slow dancing moment, and she was like, bitch, what are you doing? And I'm like, like, this is my sorry. song, and I'm looking at myself. Can you have a seat? <laughs> Thanks. And you did. You listened. I did. I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> Friends that go to play parties together, stay together. Amen. Um, anyway, we're in New York because we're some New York visiting ass bitches and we can't sit the fuck down and we have a, <laughs> Man, honest. <laughs> it's true. We get our life in New York. We act like we don't we have come alive. We come alive. We don't have any kids. I'm, we don't have any responsibilities. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what a play party is. So, I mean, you don't know what a play party is. No, my version is. Okay. Well, we um, have a very vanilla guest today. Yep. Very square vanilla yep. man. Yep. You may recognize his voice. <laughs> a very square vanilla man. He is a former rapper, Joe Budden. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show, Joe. Thank you for having me. We've been stalking you for a very long time. Have you been? Mm, a little bit. I'm sure there's like previous DMs in there you never check. Oh, actually, we were talking about stalking before we hit record and that, you know, we can't put stalkers in a box because apparently I told Joe I don't stalk people. And he said, mm, and I was like, no, I don't pull up to people's houses. And, and, and apparently Joe thinks I look like a stalker because I said, what part of New Jersey do you live in? And he said, I'm not telling you. I said, I'm not going to stalk you. And he's I, like, I don't know. That. That's, see, that's what's wrong with people. Look how casually she just said, hey, where do you I, live just in case I stalk? There's just some questions today that it could get sticky fast. That's true. I mean, I'm not asking you. What's your status? And I have real live stalkers. So 
Bitches might go a little crazy. Actually, Joe's like totally your type. You have he is my he type. Has light, he's light skin. He has a beard. Are you oh, yes, yeah, cute. You guys know each other's types. We're wives. <laughs> Platonic oh, wives. Okay. We know everything about each other. I know what her pussy looks like. We go to play parties together. Oh shit! I didn't do my disclaimer. Anything said here is for entertainment purposes only. Same. Yeah. What he said. All for entertainment. I don't mean it. I don't mean it either. I just said it. <laughs> I'm the queen no? of three-way kisses. No. <laughs> That's the only thing I did at the play party. I was in the smoking room and I was like, no one said anything, and I was like, has anyone ever? tried to three-way kiss they were like no, everyone was like no and then like three minutes went by and i was like was anyone like to try <laughs> <laughs> and two gracious women came together and like we did a beautiful like very sensual three-way kiss and that was as freaky as i got but i felt like i contributed can you tell joe what a play party is um a play party is a party where anything can happen you're free to play with whoever you came with or others in a sexual manner there were some toys there there are condoms available a lot of sanitary wipes it's just a free party to or not play or not play you could voyeur you could you know it's if you're into watching people possibly have sex then or you just want to smoke a blunt over there it's it's fine okay okay sounds like the swingers party yeah to me yeah. Have you been to one? Yeah, come on. What are you talking about? Not me. <laughs> Did you participate? My, it's my bag. Did you participate? No. Well, then you don't know what a play party is? We never called it a play party. You, so you'd ne- but you never participated? Mm. Mm, just your voyeur? Would you say your I'm all of it, but I was voyeuring that night. Mm, all of it. Okay. That night I was voyeuring. Yeah. Erica's smart. She brings her people to the play party. And I feel like that's like an ideal situation. I bring my people to the play party and still don't participate. <laughs> I'm just going to watch y'all do this wild shit. Ooh, y'all are freaky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's freaky. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna try that. <laughs> Maybe. Um, there was definitely some freaky shit happening. There's some fire play. I was telling. You oh man, it. next time you guys go to a play party, I want to go. Okay, we'll invite. We'll bring you as long as you take us to the strip club. Oh, definitely easy. <laughs> okay, perfect. You guys heard it here first. If he tries to front on us and not take us, they all know that I'll bring you to the street. <laughs> they're like, I don't think. Yeah, yeah it's no you don't have there. to beg. I think that you're going to really enjoy it. We know how to turn the party up. We've been called the party starters of our day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Of you our want- day? Is that what we've been called? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when was the day? <laughs> what day? Is specifically yeah. the day that the, we're there. The, yeah, the okay. day, whatever day we show up is the day. <laughs> So what do y'all do to get the party started? Well, I am a a world-class, top-notch, sexy dancer, which really encourages other people to start sexy dancing. It gets the party flowing. Okay. So um, I take responsibility for that contribution. I'm really friendly also, so people feel like they can come dance with me, and Mm. so usually that's the ice tipper. And you? I think I do sexy dancing, too. I think that I get people drunk, and... Um, oh, you guys are just a bad combination. You guys are like venom, moms, venom and carnage. Hello, you know where you're at, right? Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you never have to worry about inviting us to the party. We'll, we'll be fine. Just go do your thing. We'll figure it out. <laughs> We're the best party guests I mean, you could ever have. You know when you go to a party, you got to babysit a bitch or a nigga? Like, it's the worst. Like, oh, my it's God. It's the worst. In fact, are you, you okay? Are you okay? Are you, okay? Are you, you okay? might leave us at the party. Like, I'm good. <laughs> I'll be good here. I'll see you later. <laughs> I've met some friends. Wow, and we're getting together to do a pod. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Joe, no hard feelings. Can Fine. you share an affirmation with, with our audience? I know that you said you are, your whole life is an affirmation. Yeah, my whole life is an affirmation. It's affirmation all over. Let me see. 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 Inspire the people. Oh, here's an affirmation. One time I was going to kill myself, and then my pastor called right in the middle of it. Okay. 
I don't know if that's an affirmation. <laughs> I don't even want to laugh, but what the Why? fuck? That's definitely I mean, an affirmation. That's how, a sign. How's that? Sure. That's an affirmation. Okay, okay. I was just, you know, more so Usually, like, we, like, repeat it out loud. One day I was going to kill myself. Let's repeat it together. One day I was going to kill, myself, kill myself, myself, and then my, my pastor, pastor called, called me right before I did it. I'm going to translate that. Yeah, that was crazy to me. Like, yes. wow, I was just going to do this. How the fuck did you know that from all the way over there? Like, what are you trying to, what is the universe telling me right now? Fine. That your life has purpose. I will live. You have, your life has purpose. I will live another day. I will find meaning in this. He felt you. And finding meaning in that meant finding meaning in other things. Like, that's where the affirmation comes from. Too many times in my life, God has just showed me that he's prevalent and real in times of doubt, in times of, they put a gun in my head and pulled the trigger. It didn't go off. It jammed. What the fuck? The cops found the gun and said, hey, they thought that I was lying because the gun wasn't even a hood gun. We was in Jersey City at the time. It was like these hood project niggas ain't getting this type of gun. This kid's lying. That's what, the, what they thought at first. Then they found the gun. They said, oh, my God, this gun never jams. Well, yeah, but God is real. Mm. So you don't get to tell me what that gun does. So you talk about affirmation. Like, I can just go up and down my life with different areas where. Basically, God is always present in your life. No matter what. Yeah, but he emphatically makes his presence known. Like, for the people that don't... There are people out there... I have atheist friends. <laughs> the way you just said that. <laughs> atheist friends. Like, I do. There are people out there that, like, talk faith, but you could tell it ain't really... It ain't really faith. Like, in my life, I don't even get how that could be true. Like, anytime there's ever been any of that, God has just came down and put his foot down for me. Amen. Amen. We talk a lot about men. I didn't mean to take you out of church. No. Especially take after us play, to church, Especially baby. after play no, parties. No, let's go back to play no, parties. No, no, God no, made no, sex. No, no. We, we <laughs> celebrate here. That's true. That's true. <laughs> we celebrate the pleasure and, and, and the presence of God. Do we have a card we want to pull, Joe? We are witches, in case you didn't know. In case okay. problem didn't tell you. We believe in God. We I love you guys. We're, we're God-fearing witches. <laughs> okay. Okay, so today we're going to pull a card. Today's card was the star. Uh, the star card shows a naked woman kneeling at the edge of a small pool. She holds two containers of water, one in her left hand, the subconscious, and one in her right, the conscious. She pours the water out to nourish the earth and to continue the cycle of fertility, represented by the lush greenery around her. Now, this card means, as the star follows the tower card in the tarot, it comes as a welcome reprieve after a period of destruction and turmoil. You have endured many challenges and stripped yourself bare of any limiting beliefs that have previously held you back. You're releasing your core essence, who you are beneath all the layers, no matter what life throws your way. Wow, is this accurate? You know that you are always connected to the divine and pure loving energy. You hold a new sense of self and a new appreciation for the core of your being. The star brings renewed hope and faith and a sense that you are truly blessed by the universe. Joe, this card is for you. <laughs> Just affirming what you already told us. Doesn't matter what kind of situation you get in, you come out because you're supposed to be here. Period. Period. <laughs> Period. That was beautiful. Thank Beautifully you. read. Wow. Beautifully the said. Be speaking, man. They I agree. They be coming through. They be coming through. You fucking right, they do. I do. We're witches, but we believe in like manifesting and we've manifested some shit, you know, like just speaking things. And then like five minutes later, an hour later, getting a call or an email. I'm like, oh, I'm a fucking witch. <laughs> Pretty lucky. Doesn't that feel good when that happens? It means you're aligned with the universe. Like the decisions you're making are actually supposed to be happening and you're in the right path. Mm -hmm. I agree. I mean, like we all talk a lot of shit all day. We were talking before we For started. A, a lot of our lives are on the Internet and which is not a popular 
thing. Like I think it's pretty popular. No, it's mad popular. Uh, Everybody's life is on the the internet. That's true. Okay, well, we are a part of the very few that get paid for it. (laughs) So I have a reason to tell thousands of people my business. How about you? Um, But like, do you feel like you've manifested this? Like, in what ways? Like, as a child, did you see yourself telling all your business on the internet for a living? Mm, No, no, I didn't see that as a child. If we start from back there, I had the boring dream of being a lawyer or a doctor or whatever they tell you at that age is cool, but how the fuck do you know? Right. I like to argue, so I probably would have been a pretty cool lawyer. But all the years of schooling, nah, it wasn't for me. wasn't for me. When I started rap, I never... It wasn't until I did High 97's morning show that I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do when I finish rapping. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, 100%. It was without a doubt. Then you're like, I kind of like this. I was a new rapper. So I was a I was a new rapper in 2001, right? So that means that my job was to make music and not be paid. That's what new rapping looked like if you just got a record deal in 2001. Two years later, I got a radio gig on the top radio station in the city, and I was paid well, consistently. And I was like, oh. And I was just talking. Talking shit. Granted, I had to learn the talk breaks and the first 15 minutes over here and the TSL over here and the board and the you and to get you involved. And I had to, it was like boot camp. It was like boot camp then. But uh, when I did that, I was like, oh, whenever I stop rapping, this is what it is. Now, this just wasn't podcasting. So my picture of that was, oh, okay, I'll end up on High 97 or BLS or... 105 sports talk some radio somewhere right but it would only have to be it would have to be a major city though because i'm vulgar and i'm me and you're gonna pay me for real so you ain't gonna put me in milwaukee no no disrespect to them (laughs) no i feel you major cities um what uh fuck I got high before you guys. It's fine. I told you. It's fine. You think about what you're saying. I'll I'll (laughs) keep going. I only hit it two times, God. Why are you making me dumb? So later (laughs) on, like, right, like, as the rap career started to dwindle down, for me anyway, as I wanted to start trying to pivot and transition, those seats, the New York radio A-mic seats weren't leaving. They weren't leaving. Angie went from here to here. Flex is here. Charlemagne is here, but you get got to see him get there at least. Ebro was here, like the seats weren't leaving. So it was like, oh fuck. Now what does this look like? How long have you had your podcast? Shit. What are we going on? Seven years? Wow. We're going on seven years. We started in 2015. But in 2010, 2011, I was hitting record, talking for an hour and uploading it to iTunes and calling it, I think the name of it was, this is my fucking show. (laughs) And it was just practice. It was practice. It was, it was, you just gotta be able to talk, even if it's by yourself. I used to go to Vegas and Atlanta and just go places and just talk to everyone. The big girls, the little girls, the tall girls, the kids, the senior citizens, the person at the register, girlfriends would be mad at me. Yo, you speak to everybody. 
You speak to the bank, bitch. Oh my God, it's me. That's what they would say, not me. (laughs) Not me. You speak to the bank, bitch, the supermarket, bitch, the bitch at the car wash. Like, nigga, why are you so accessible to everybody? And it's like, how do you try to explain? No, baby, I'm I'm owning, I'm honing my my craft. Right. It ain't what it looked like. But so it's just been years. It's been years of that. And today, this is the culmination of that. What's going on in the market, this is the culmination of that. All these different podcasters getting paid, all these niggas with a fucking podcast. You want me to tell you what happened in 2015 with podcast? They laughed at me. Mm. Big joke. Big time joke. Uh, podcast. Uh, yeah. Podcast. I mean, maybe you don't see it, but I do. And now look, so it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. Blessed. Grateful. I love it too. I can't wait for the next nigga to tell me I'm too friendly. And I'm like, this is who I am and this is my job. The gig so is the gig. I'm going to talk to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I talk. Yeah, you got to hone your craft. You got to research. I think even us, like, I mean, we started our podcast low key by accident. Like, it wasn't with intention how some people start podcasts where it's like super planned out and they have. We wrote an outline. Set segments and all those things. Like, us was just like, I'm lonely, bitch. We had a photo shoot and then we're like, talk. <laughs> this like, is, most importantly, have a photo shoot, second push record. I'm a single mom. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm dating, but also what is happening? I can't be the only person out here feeling this way. I'm also black, and there's no black single moms talking real shit on pod- in the podcast mm-hmm. space. I was like, well, I, might as well just, I just might as well just hit up my homegirl and talk our talk shit. shit. Talk our shit. And yeah. then look, three years later, people are like, wow, I can't believe that you guys exist. And now I'm, now I'm addicted. Now I can never shut the fuck up. It's true. <laughs> now I'm like... Like, are you ever going to shut the fuck up? No. When I leave the space for too long, I miss my voice in the space. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I feel that. If, if that you... was some real narcissistic sounding shit. <laughs> but Have you been called a narcissist? By people that don't know me. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a, a word that gets thrown around a lot, especially for men. Like the narcissist word is like. Yeah, you got people just using the word and have no idea what it really means. What do you think a narcissist is defined by? Oh, I don't go by what I think. I go by the context of the English language. So, <laughs> so what is it? I'll, I'll tell you right now. Okay. Well, I- that's it. And, that's, and that be my point. We never have to go off what we think. This stays on page one for me, dictionary.com. Oh, cool. oh, oh, look, you looked up affirmation. I see that that was to your be sure. Okay. To be certain. Okay, thank you for doing your research, Joe. Yeah, no, I don't play. <laughs> uh, so what am I looking up here? Uh, narcissist. Because when they were calling me a narcissist, I had to look it up. And the service is bad here, so we'll wait a second. Here we go. A person who is overly self-involved and often vain and selfish. A person who suffers from narcissism, deriving erotic gratification from admiration of their own physical or mental attributes. Not erotic gratification. I've never heard that. And that's why it's important to look things up. I think today a lot of these words are like water cooler words. So even what they really mean, we're changing the definition of what it means or we're adding nuance to what that is like clout. It's like, oh, cloud, cloud, cloud. Well, that, that means something. And I mean, I guess y'all are adding some shit to it, but these words mean things. Words mean things. I'm a rapper. That's important. Well, it used to be. I thought it was a rapper. Used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Former. Tired. Yes. <laughs> so, no, I'm not a narcissist. Okay, not a narcissist. No. But I do want to get to know you a little better because. Oh, give it to me. I, I, I don't really know you at all. I'm an open book. What would you like to know? We're going to play a little game that we like to play on our show called Trigger. Um, I don't have any of those. Hmm? I don't have any triggers. You don't have any triggers? Okay. None at all. Well, then this is going to be great for you. Let's we're do just, it. We're going to ask you some some words, and whatever comes to mind first, just tell us. Okay. 
I'm in. Okay, you ready? You can do it. Who came up with most of these words? It's a combined effort. Y'all are so team friendly. Fuck out of here. We are a team. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. I did like 80%. There we go. There we go. I did like 80%. She, she did. did the extra 20. Right. <laughs> We're a fucking she team. She added the razzle dazzle. We're a team. <laughs> okay, you ready? Yes. Love. Free love. Marriage. That's your answer? Okay, okay. Steady nod. Marriage is, yo, marriage today, but that's back to just knowing what things mean today. Marriage, what my grandparents taught me, what my parents tried to instill in me. I don't know if that's what exists out there today, but that could be jaded Joe speaking because I didn't meet the person to make me feel that way yet. I would like to get married. I've seen a lot of horror stories with divorces and just business business if we could just take the business away and make marriage back to just the union of love then awesome okay interesting um monogamy okay i feel you are you are you monogamous i mean i could be we we can't watch some bitches Amen. I mean, I agree. <laughs> right? What does your monogamous look like? True. It looks different for everyone. Yeah, mine does too. Um, fatherhood. Love it. Love it. It's everything. Single mom. Why you left him? I'm not laughing. <laughs> why <laughs> you nervous? No, no. I said, why you left him? Oh, why you left oh, him? <laughs> why you left that nigga? Why you ain't, why you ain't played this out in your head? <laughs> there are, there's a list. Um, Rory. My man. Mall. Okay. Favorite cocktail? Oh, you don't drink. Oh, uh, yeah. Favorite position? There's yeah, no bad positions. Nice. Missionary is my favorite position. There's no bad positions. There's no favorite position? There's no go-to. I mean, it's it bad, I mean, it's a bad position if, if the rhythm is off or if the chemistry is off or if you fucking somebody you have no business fucking, mm. then it could be a lot of bad positions. True. Um, what are your hard no's? I got so many no's. In what area? Business, personal, relationship, That's boundaries, cool. what? What are we looking for? Okay, I got ma- my favorite word is no. Okay, let's do let's do business and relationships. Okay, business. I'm not doing it if it don't fulfill me, if it don't satisfy me, if it don't make me happy or whole. I'm not doing it. A dollar amount is not going to get me out to bed today. Mm. That's a lot of no's come come from that. Okay. Uh, and you said personal. Yeah, I can't take care of adults, man. Can't take care of adults. I can't. That's I can't. fair. My, my my kids are becoming. I got kids. I can't do it anymore. What about pet peeve? Mm, in terms of what? Business, personal. Life in general? Uh, pet stroke. peeve. People that have no, and this is going to sound horrible because I was tardy today, but <laughs> people that are tardy. <laughs> people that totally disregard other people's time. Mm. Like even today, like it was some interview shit that got kind of jumbled up. But when you play with my time, it's like the biggest disrespect in the world. Mm. Uh, celebrity crush. No. Last time you masturbated? Every, what, what time is it? This morning? Okay. Oh, no, maybe last night. Okay. Last Sometime time had, recent. <laughs> last time you had sex? Uh, two weeks ago. What is this? Favorite porn position? Oh, porn category. Oh, favorite porn category. Oh, I just typed the women name, women's name. Oh, who's your favorite porn star? What mood am I in? Do I want to see titties? Do I want to see ass? Do I want to see a chick handle three dudes? Do I want to see, like... There's no, there's if none. I want to see that, then I'll probably type in a... Um, Oh, what's my baby's name? The white girl, Liz Ann. Liz Ann. I need to look at Liz Ann. Liz Ann, I think her name. I was gonna say, do you white? Do you, do you date white women? Do I? I haven't. Mm. But you like Liz Ann. 
I like the way that she handles the men. It's a control thing. Vanessa Blue, who's black, does the same thing. Does Lizanne fuck? And I'm naming, and I'm naming, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. She fucks them all. Okay. And I'm naming throwback when they're like, oh, this nigga's old, but, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that, how a porn is a porn. It's a porn. That's, a porn. That's, 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 right. that's what you I can, say. See, if you're problem. a porn star, you... We were talking about Justin Slayer the other day, and, and these young guys were like, oh, yeah, we know Justin Slayer. And I was like, yeah, because a porn is a porn is a porn. I try not to watch porn too much because... I want to do it. Which you're going to want to like, like I want to watching a porn will just make me want to act out sexual. some visual, some sexual fantasy. Like, why do I have to look at this if I can create this? Mm. So, well, some people watch porn and it's not necessarily something that they want to act out. It's not necessarily like something they want to experience. It just turns them on for the time. Nah. No, I mean, yeah, would you, yes, would you? but I mean, I've watched. If that turns you on, like, then doing it might turn you on. But sometimes, yeah, I like. I watch. I was gonna say that I watch I gangbang, but I don't think I want to be personally gangbang. Wait, wait, wait! You just twisted what I said. If you watch gangbang, and you could get a live gangbang to happen in front of you that you weren't participating in, then you would enjoy it the same. No, there are some points that I don't even know if I want. I I don't even want to know if I want to watch it live. Okay, see, I'm different. I have fantasies that strictly live on the internet, like I'm like like a male male. Okay, you can't even say that when you go to play parties because you have no idea what fantasy will come to life right 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 in front of you. That's true. I mean, I don't know your daddy fantasy. No, I want to role play my daddy my daddy fantasy. I do want to role play. What's that? Tell me. I have a. This is not popular. Like I have a fantasy of being dominated by like a. I like to watch like the daddy porns or like the uncle porn or like this sleep and then get taken advantage of porn. So you know, basically, you're saying you don't want to fuck your uncle or your dad. I don't want to fuck my <laughs> uncle or my dad, but I would like to be in a position to play to role play those type of things out. But that's because like I'm a sub and I like to like be a brat and I kind of like to be dominated in that space. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Um, so that is she something like an older brat tamer type. Yeah, thing. got it. Um, but I okay. Let me just shut the fuck up. <laughs> let me stop telling my business. Everybody okay. knows this shit already. Girl. I know. That's what we're here for. <laughs> right. I didn't know any of this, but yeah. now you know. Now, now you know, know my. <laughs> now you know I like it though. But I like it. I love it. Spotify. Big ups to Spotify. Nigga has ADD. Okay, uh, Charlemagne. And big ups to Charlemagne. Love him. Are you a dom or are you a sub? Uh, both. You're a switch then. Okay. That's what it's called. I'm just letting you know in case anyone else asks you. I'll never refer to myself that way, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you never it's know. Okay. You, you never know, Joe. Thank you might you find yourself at a play party with good moms, <laughs> and someone may ask you, and you may have to use the, the lingo, no, okay? Say what the fuck are you talking to me for, and get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> okay. I'm here to watch you be nasty. That's what I am. Don't learn about me. I'm watching you. Okay, well, that's the conclusion of our of our trigger words. We know so much more about you now. I, I feel, feel like, like you didn't learn anything about me. Just <laughs> I think he did a lot of moaning and nodding. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was trying to be so vulnerable with you guys. I'm gonna need you to be Joe, more. Open up. Oh, what do y'all want to know? Vulnerable. I'm such an open book. <laughs> Give it to me. Come on. We want to be closer. Let's get close. <laughs> Oh, we're at the play party. <laughs> Let me recreate the play party for you. Let me show you what happened. Let's slow dance. <laughs> I, we already tried to, I think off air, I don't think we heard this. I already tried to offer Joe a three-way kiss so he could tell us who's the better kisser. And he didn't decline, but we didn't do it, so. <laughs> I just have someone in my life who I want to kiss while I'm inside of it. Do you have a girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Are you in a monogamous relationship? Oh, uh, yeah. So you can't three-way kiss us. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what this is about. <laughs> so it's about her. Okay, it's not. You're just not saying no. Okay. Stupid. I, I needed to know for my so ego. So you can't three way kiss us. That's not like that's a part of that's one of the rules, right? Don't kiss other bitches, <laughs> even if it's on Maybe a podcast. Maybe not bitches you met 42 minutes ago yeah, to pod with. We're getting vulnerable. Oh. <laughs> I care about women's feelings, oh so I'm gonna stop pressuring oh, your boyfriend. Women empowerment's a myth. <laughs> what? <laughs> we don't care about these bitches. <laughs> we actually Fuck care about bitches. bitches. That's Wait. really what women empowerment is. Wait, you think women empowerment is a myth? <laughs> yes, I don't. I don't think y'all tell me every day. Really? Oh, please. That's not true. Oh. Mo- we are real women empowerment bitches. We don't. We're we're not we're not haters. We love women. We want to empower them. I don't think it's a myth. I do think that women are learning how to empower other women, and so it's a it's a journey. You see the amount of women that voted for Trump. Trump? That's true. Like, do you really want to talk about this? Something is funny for Trump too. Do. But what, what what race were those? R. Women? Kelly got convicted. They say his streams went up five hundred percent. You think that's meant? Yeah. Okay, let's move on then. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's all the men. It's all the patriarchy. You guys did it to yourself. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay, so you're a dad, right? I'm a dad. You have two sons. Oh, wait, mm. question. Oh, boy dad. Wait, yeah, because I hate that wait, bullshit wait, too. We, go to we need to address that. Dad, I just have a question because this has been like a long, like I've been asking men this question and it's, and even on our last guest, he said he's a dad. He doesn't like to be called daddy in the bedroom. This person that I'm seeing doesn't like to be called daddy either. You are a dad. Does that bother you? That I'm a dad? No, no that if someone calls bedroom. you daddy. No, I am daddy in the bedroom. Big daddy, no cane. Okay. okay. Told you, not all dads don't like it. It's, I, don't, I don't think they gotta do. Be able to I just separate. have to know his position on it because I feel like this has been coming up a lot lately. That don't, but it don't even be me. Like, I don't encourage the daddy. I don't try to solicit the daddy. But you don't I, not I, like I, it. You're not no, like, bitch, your dick's no, not going to No, but I mean, soft. I understand. I'm in there doing daddy-like things. Like, they normally land on, oh, shit, daddy. That's daddy. And daddy I'm like, no yeah. Cane. Got it. That's a, lot. that's a lot. That's a whole mouthful. Daddy no cane? No, no, she's not saying that. I, I say that. <laughs> oh. She's, she's just He dad. says it in his head when uh, she says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cane might not be so bad. Okay, back to okay, fatherhood. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so you're a father, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have two sons. You're a boy dad. Mm-hmm. And your oldest son is 20 My years babies. old. Babies, yep. And your youngest is four? Three. Three, almost four. Mm-hmm. What have you learned between, you have obviously a big gap in your, you know, your fatherhood, your children. What have you learned from the first time? Yeah, I've been fucking, that's what you're trying to say. I know you've been fucking no, Joe. That's what, what it sounded say, like. Joe. You have no, a big gap. Joe. Yep, I was fucking and I'm fucking now. No. <laughs> but you were, you were pulling out better in between. You were, you, your pullout game has been strong for about 16 years. You know what? If I really want to think about it here, you'll learn about me. I think I was trying to have kids both times though. Yeah. Oh, so you you were you, yeah you did it intentionally. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah, my pullout game is 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 nice. Obviously, you went Pretty sixteen good. years without. Yeah. No, I wanted a baby both up. times. Okay. What have you learned in in your fatherhood journey since the first time till the second time? What what has changed? What has changed from the first? To, well, the first the first I was gone for some real pivotal years. Like I was running the world. So that's the main difference. This time I get to see it all. I'm there for it all. First words, first steps, first piss. Oh, that's a dick. <laughs> like learning the early shit. So I'm there for all of that. That's great. The trick with my oldest is just having to guard against myself now, really. Like I know where I'm sick in the head. So I know where he be trying to get slick in the head. And I don't like it, but it's me. Mm. So you got to now try to teach against you. Right. It's interesting. 
It's a mirror. It is interesting as they age to have to do that. That's beautiful. Does it make you want to undo those things that you are you? 100%. Well, hopefully, and that's the beautiful thing about evolution, hopefully by the time you get to that phase, you undid it already, mm. which is why you should be able to explain it to your child differently, like in areas you might have failed at when you were going through it. Do you, like, how do you, do you talk about sex with your your kids? I have to. How I have to. Sex is everywhere. Is it's it an all ongoing over. conversation or just like one conversation? No, no, it's no such thing as one conversation. It's an ongoing conversation. Me and my, me and my, I'm blessed. Let me start there. I'm blessed that my oldest son feels really comfortable speaking to me about, about conversations that might be taboo. Mm. Right? So when that exists, that don't never end. He might have been 14. I want to say 14. When the conversation just started with me looking through his socials, with his DMs and mm. Twitter and so forth, and the shit I was seeing in there, said, oh, I was blown. I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed that the young women were doing what they were doing in the DMs and that the kids were receiving shit. So you had to learn about that shit at such an early age as a kid. Did he show you that shit or you just yeah, like no, shit? Yeah, he, he showed me. <laughs> yeah, he showed me. And I'm and I'm asking questions because you got to learn from your kids too. It's like, yo, this is how your DMs operate on a normal. It's like, dad, yeah. It was another time I don't want to put my kids' business out there. It was another time I learned that he was having sex in her house while her parents wasn't home. Mm. Oh no, 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 no! He'd be hurt. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying. Excuse me. I see, mean, have you and done now it? see back in our day, of course I've done that. Of course, that's what I'm saying. I mean, and that's what I mean about you should have, you should be at a place where you've learned from that so you can give it to your kid. So did you book and a now, hotel room? Uh, no, but I offered. Mm, okay. I offered. See, I'm that parent too now. If I if we have to do this in a safe, sound, and efficient way, then let's explore that. Don't just go in somebody's house with a famous dad so that when she's angry at you or emotional with you, she could say you did something, there's nobody in there to vouch for nothing. That could just be a mess if you think worst case scenario. Thing with kids is they don't really think worst case scenario. Never. Lawyers do. <laughs> right. Right. No, I think oh God, I think about the oh, I mean, I have a famous dad and he I did not take into consideration anything when it came to uh, him at all. I'm lucky that Instagram was not around during that time or else I mean a lot of shit I your mean, teenage hormones I'm like oh god his fans are gonna your teenage share hormones. all of my crazy podcasting episodes but my dad is fully supportive of my career and anything that I want to do thankfully and also was fully supportive of me during like when I was a child he was the person I talked to about sex okay like, my dad has fucked an Im immense amount of people like and it's what he told me he's like you'll never fuck as many people as I have <laughs> So you might as well just tell me if you're fucking. And this was because my mom assumed I was fucking and was totally terrified and low-key shaming me a little bit. And my, she was passed me on to my dad, like, oh, God, dad, like, you deal with this shit. Mm. And then he was like, you might as well just tell me. And I was like, yes, dad, I fuck. <laughs> and he was like, perfect, just don't get pregnant. Call me if you need help. And I was like, wow. And that's all I really the needed end. to hear. Yeah. And I was so happy to hear that. You know what I mean? But also never considered how any of my actions could potentially affect him. him. Mm -hmm. That's so funny. My dad was at my house recently and I had like my birth control pills out. And I had like a flashback because in high school I got some birth control because I was fucking. And it was, I left it on my bed and my dad saw and it was shit hit the fucking fan in my house like what the fuck is this and in my head I'm like 
isn't it good? Isn't it a good thing? But I just remember like, wow, I'm so happy I'm 33 now because I don't have to be fucking scared that I niggas know I'm fucking. But also they would get me a hotel room on like special occasions like prom. I'm like, this is the most confusing fucking shit ever. No one's talking to me about this. I just got in trouble for the birth control. But now you're getting me a hotel room. Black families. I don't know. We need to have these conversations. That's why I'm happy we're parenting different. Do you talk to your son? Obviously, he's sexually act. Well, I don't know that, but probably he's yes. funny. Yes. Do you talk to him about like prioritizing the woman he's having sex with, her pleasure? He's got uh, prioritizing her pleasure. Yeah. Hell no. Why? No, it's not my job. <laughs> yeah, you're a man. That's a part of having sex, right? Like, you, do you prioritize your your partner's pleasure when you have sex with her? That's you gotta stay. Yes, but you gotta stay out of women's business. Like, that's not women's business. That that's- ain't my place. To teach him. It absolutely is. I don't think so. Why? I totally disagree with that. Why? You don't think like when you prioritize your woman's pleasure, your partner's pleasure, that you all both have you a don't better think that experience? That from a man actually would be more impactful than hearing a woman tell okay, a man. Okay, no, no, wait, 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 wait. See, I see what y'all are good at doing. Y'all are say some shit and then twist what you're saying. I know. What y'all, what y'all said was, do you teach your son how to prioritize pleasuring her. I didn't say- Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I said, Have you talked to him about prioritizing whoever he's having sex with her pleasure? Have you talked oh, well, about why, yeah. did I, why did I hear teaching? And I was like, no, oh, no, no, I didn't not, say teaching. I, would I didn't never say, like, put your finger right him. here. Yeah, we're not here to, like, how to do that. <laughs> like, that's creepy and no, weird. No, no, not like, first you oh, put one leg up. But do I speak up. to him about the importance yeah. of prioritizing her? Of course. Yes. I'm a fucking gentleman. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, well, that's what I wanted to know. That's what sex is about. That's what the, you gotta, that has to happen. Okay. For sex to be successful, that has to happen. You have to prioritize her. And so you talk to him about this. Yeah, of course. And like to wash your hands and clean your nails and yes, stuff like that. Yes, manicures, pedicures, manscaping, cleanliness next to godliness, condoms, stay away from the dusty hose. What are dusty hose? What hose that are dusty. <laughs> what defines hose a dusty with hose? dust on them. <laughs> hose with dust on them. Okay. There. Look, you have any experience of dusty hose? Can look you, how fast we got out of that can one. Can you spot that, a dusty that, hose? That, that, that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you identify any you dusty hoes? Dusty hoe in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a question. How are you, your dad? You're a single dad, or no? You're a dad who's dating. Do you introduce your women to your children, or you keep that separate until it's super serious? Yeah, I keep it separate. When do you know it's time? When you know. When you know. I haven't really gotten there. I haven't gotten there. I try to keep that real separate with my youngest. Her and I have that understanding, I would think. 
We, we have to talk about it. it. It's not. It, no, we, I have, we have talked about it. Okay, good. That's you, the thing of ours. But I mean, you never really know if someone is holding up their end of the bargain until so, they I mean, start talking. You going will. on? You going on your your level of trust? So I trust that we have that. That we have that. My older son, <laughs> she's married. Mm. She wants me to meet the husband. You, you, so you haven't? I haven't. Why? Because I just haven't. They just got married recently. Oh, so do you plan on meeting that's him? A, that's a new thing. Well, she said it's important. So, I, yeah, I'll meet him. Do you guys He's have an important part in my, in my son's life, I would assume. Right. They're in the house together. They're married. This is a, yeah, you want to meet him. Yeah. Have you and met? as a dad, you got to do that. Have you met any of her boyfriends before? Well, I knew her boyfriend before. Oh, like, okay. Same hood, so you know the guy. It's like, yeah. You guys have a good relationship, though. Today, yeah. Good. Real good. Real good. Today, after all of my rebelliousness and immaturity and just ignorance, yeah. Are you in therapy? Always. Mm-hmm. Always in therapy. It's good. So my, a lot of people go to therapy when something's wrong. I just never stop therapy. Right. I just never stop it. It's come very on, healthy. Come on, we and let's talk. I had a great week. Let me tell you about it. Like, it don't matter what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. How have you, like, journeyed into having a better co-parenting situation? I need advice. Uh, through turmoil. <laughs> huh? Through turmoil. Through turmoil. Okay. It was tumultuous. Like, I know, I can't sugarcoat it for you. Me and my oldest son's mom, whatever it was to go through with that, we went through on the fly. Like, and I didn't have too much guidance. I went through... The in-between boyfriend that's just around now. It's like, really, dog? Why are you not talking? I've been through, oh, we calling somebody else dad? Really, dog? Like, I've been, it's been ugly. I don't want to say this here, but I'll say it. A lot of times for dads, we get really excited and throw parties when our child's mom finds love. Throw what? parties. Throw parties. I don't think my baby daddy's throwing any parties. I hear you. I pray and hope that mine does. I really would. And, and none of the mothers ever want to hear it. But if you just speak to dads, we be weighing. Why? Why? Why do you think? Because you think that we're gonna like <laughs> stop getting on your nerves. They're gonna so like what are they gonna just, take? They're gonna come in and take on some of your the role of the. What make I don't I don't know I'm trying I'm no, just guessing here. It's not for me to explain. Are you assuming like the baby mamas still care about the baby daddies that, and is, and that's what it is? Is that Joe assuming that or is that? Are you like stereotyping all baby mamas that never, we're chasing the baby daddy all, still? Not all of everything is anything, so I would never do that. Sure. Okay, well, not then all. Please explain. I need to know. I want concrete answers. A lot of relationships end without closure. A lot of relationships end without finality, right? Without things being resolved. Mm -hmm. A lot of times when two people try to move forward, the feelings between both parties convolute that. And whether it's the guy that starts dating first or the girl that starts dating first, dating helps to convolute things, right? When it's messy like that. True. You know what helps to fix it? Just like with anything else, the good, healthy, stable relationship that comes makes all surrounding areas better. So now she goes to meet somebody. Y'all might not be on the best of terms, but dude is filling her up. Dude is pouring into her. 
Dude is lifting her self-esteem. Dude is making her feel good. All of the things that she complained about or things that she might have had an issue with or things that she might not feel so great about with herself, a real nigga's going to help with. Right? Like, I've been on the opposite end of that. I've been with women, and I've had to constantly fight for their kid's dad. I had to be that person's voice. And because we don't get that. So often when you get that, shit just gets better. She gets better and her focus becomes different. She gets, she becomes centered. Now the focus is really the kid. It's not really none of the emotional shit that was around anything. You don't think that men also, like men? Yes, I started with men and women. Okay. I started I think, with men and women. I think, I don't, disag- I don't disagree in some capacity with that statement. However, I do think that if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing anyway, like regardless, like showing up for your kid, doing all the things that, you know, you've, you've signed up for, that it doesn't matter. Whether she is in a relationship or not, if she oh, if, she's, if she has fully that's an illusion, departed from that relationship, nothing that you're saying is true right now. It's the truth. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's the truth. In my situation, if I felt like my child's father was doing everything in his power to show up as an equal co-parent, I would not be on his head. I would not be on his ass. Okay, well, that's you. You you're the anomaly. I'm just saying. But normally, <laughs> fuck you, Joe. What's happening no, in the I'm, world is not. We aren't seeing just pristine examples of this. We're seeing people, let me not just focus on women, but I'm going to say women because I'm talking to women and we're here. We see women, oh, do I want to say this? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You already, you're already here. You see women convolute relationships and not being able to compartmentalize between the parenthood and the kid. I will say men are definitely better at compartmentalizing. I feel like I that's a... Di- I don't disagree with I that. I disagree because I think that is the general belief and I think it's it's based in stereotype that men are less emotional and women are just not... are so emotional and that they can't control but it. compartmentalizing has nothing to do with being emotional. I don't feel... It I, just is the ability to separate and assess I've both experienced a lot of men who don't have the ability to separate and, and also just, yeah, separate what's prioritize your child because you are so involved and you can't separate the relationship that we used to have and now oh, we no, no longer have that. Oh, no, niggas messy too. Yeah, niggas are very messy niggas and very emotional. I think the ego is even some, a lot of times stronger in the, in the man and being able to do that. But I, I will say that men are really great at compartmentalizing just in general, even think about sex, like... Men can really have sex. I think women also, I know there's women out here that can have sex without emotion. I'm, I've done it, and you've done it, and whoever's listening has probably done it. But I feel like men are much better at that. It's literally kind of like part of their DNA in ways that like compartmental, because they can have sex, and it's purely not even about connection. It's about arousal. Whereas women, we need a little bit more connected to that arousal. You know? Whereas men don't really need a sapiosexual moment. <laughs> like they see a big ass and their dick is hard and their dick is telling their brain we must fuck whereas women are just like oh my god like look at his physique oh, no not even you see a big ass the wind blows and now your dick is hard <laughs> and now it's like That's what you when, when your dick is functioning that way like. but I don't agree that I think it's a case by case situation I think that when a woman become, gets a partner or you know, a boyfriend, a husband, or whatever. There are things that are being fulfilled, right? However, if that baby daddy, if is, the baby daddy isn't did, showing if, up for the kid, it doesn't matter if you're getting dicked down by hubby. I'm still pissed. Like nigga, what the fuck? You didn't oh, show up. Oh, well, that's a new variable. That's a new variable. 
No, but we but nothing I say is ever talking about the the people that are not showing up for their kid. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying a new nigga will take care of that. I'm never saying that. But you're saying I'm talking about the other stuff. You're talking about the man that is the great father is excited when his. Yeah, I'm always speaking from that perspective. You're doing I, what you're, you're doing the basic the bare the basic. I think that a lot of men think they're great fathers when they're not. No, you know. <laughs> I think that most men who are parents, not all of them. I mean, I guess niggas know when they're fucking up, but I think that a lot of men have this skewed idea of what a good father is. And the men that I've spoken to, who I know, in my opinion, I'm like, you could do a lot more. They will argue with me and see, say that they that, are great. Dads. See, wait, time out. We found the trigger of mine. She's triggering me. Just that fast. Listen to that. So now, I've heard this a bunch. I've heard this a bunch. And this, this is a problem, so let me address this. Dads be great, but that's on our dad scale. That's in dad land. Dads aren't primary parents. Dads, to get half the rights that y'all have, have to sign a paper when our child is born, and y'all have to agree to it. That normally never happens. So, yes, your responsibility in motherhood as the primary parent is greater than the dad's. And we get a lot of moms that carry resentment. You think because, that wait, wait, let me prim- finish. Okay, primary let me finish. Pr- I'm let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. I'm still not finished. Okay. I'm still not Show. finished. And you get a lot of women that carry that resentment around and take it out on the guy because we didn't sign up to be the primary parent we signed up to both of us being primary shouldn't have left <laughs> shouldn't have left shouldn't have left what do you mean shouldn't have left what do you mean what does that mean it's two words oh like should have left the relationship shouldn't have left what if it was, you weren't happy in it i don't think because we, oh well then leave but now we have now we've segued so then, so to that, a new so conversation that automatically gives the man like he doesn't have to be primary anymore because we left because of whatever situation caused us to leave No, and let me not confuse people out there. If you're not happy, you should leave. Always. Right. What I'm saying is that often when women, in my experience, are at that fork in the road, it's short-sighted. And that's a human thing. It's not a women thing. Where you're in your emotions and you can only see this tunnel and the end of it. But in the grand scheme of things... Is that what you were supposed to do? Because that nigga double tapped that picture of Shorty with the fat ass in Kentucky. So you think <laughs> was you supposed to pick up your kid because all your family that don't live here and don't know this nigga and was never in love with him and pick up and go your entire support Lo- system, the mom, dad, family infrastructure, all of that is gone because he fucked her. Let me. So, I be wanting women to make sense of it. You know what y'all say to me? I wasn't happy. So women okay, leave baby. prematurely. You got it. Women leave prematurely. Hey, you wasn't happy. Mwah. Let me say something. You got it, baby. As a woman, as a childbearer, let me tell you something. The expectation. I'm pardoning too much now. I got to get out of here. Y'all going to get me in trouble. The expectation of the, the family unit um, is so deeply ingrained in women from the beginning of time you watch tv you see the media no every there is not a sink there i can't think of any woman who most women who are in a relationship get pregnant decide to say we're going to start a family together with intentions of being together in the in a family unit that 
you literally women want that idea and that's been ingrained in us for so fucking long that it really generally takes a lot a lot for a woman to say fuck this whole situation because everything in media everything since we're born is told that it looks like this is what it looks like and if it doesn't look like this you failed i love her she agreed with me then disagreed with me but I'm saying, like, especially as a black woman, the, the stereotype of being a single black mom or baby mama is so negative that literally, like, I, you could, no, nigga could be fucking up, repeating, re- just repeating the same fuck ups. You could be miserable and you're like, please, God, Jesus, you will do anything. You will pray. If you, you may not even be a Christian, you might pray to the Buddhist God. Lord, just make this shit fucking work because it is the, the image is we're so attached to that family that I do not think that women generally prematurely leave. You're giving I, me. 33-year-old women ideology. So let's start at the top of what you just said. And I agree. The concept. The concept of what it should be and what our grandparents did and what we should do and the idea of, hey, so it takes a lot. It used to take a lot, right? Your grandma would know about the hidden family up the street and still be by granddaddy's side. It would take a lot. Today, I would argue that concept don't exist the same way at all. Today, that's why you see examples of niggas saying relationship goals to something with the lowest of bars. Why? Because you've seen two niggas, uh, a girl and a guy with some jewelry on for seven months straight and they take cute pics together. (laughs) That's why it's relationship goals. Today, we're seeing more and more examples of women's tolerance being like this and getting the fuck out of here and feeling like, hey, we could even do it. And this is about to get me in the we won't explore fucking emasculating men but women are feeling like hey I can have this baby and do it without this nigga I can have this baby and be privy to 18 years of that check and I can support me and I don't need I don't need no nigga that's a different type of woman no, no I'm telling you what we're seeing today so you spoke about the concept and the condi- how we were conditioned coming up I'm arguing that ain't the case no more we are not conditioned that way we're not speaking for dusty bitches we're just speaking for mature. I think, I think that we are still conditioned to that. I think even the independent woman, even that woman that can makes more money than her man or her boyfriend and is quick to say, fuck you, I can buy this or this and that amount. It's still this deep-seated line or, or like, I don't even know how to describe it, this thing that's within women that we want that family structure. This is what we're told is success. No, that's that's true. I'm talking about executing. I'm talking about the bar in terms of tolerance and what you're willing to go through to maintain that. Well, I, but I think men have a much lower tolerance. Women are supposed to put up with so much shit. Would a man put up with the same shit? Would a nigga put up with his woman constantly cheating on her, on him? Or even once. Like, I just did it once. While they have a child? No, probably not. He's whoa, whoa, whoa. Probably. That's, not, that's not rooted in fact. You just landed there on your own. I'm, but I'm just saying. If the presented shoe was with the, the other, option, then maybe. You said you're triggered by double standards. I'm just yes. saying this is a double standard as well. But no, because you put in answers in the guy's brain, and, and that's another trigger of mine, because women do that to me. You say, how about if I did that to you? How would you like it? I might love it. I might love it. If you position this conversation in a way that we can. Of course I have. And I took her back. How many times? I would always take her back. Just the so she took I, you back. You took I, her no, back. No, no, we times. don't have to talk about the past. I'm I will just always I know. take her back. Okay. For cheating, I'm an adult. You fucking somebody is reason nine hundred. I'm gonna leave you. Mm. That's you're you're, way, you're, an, you're, an anomaly. you're an anomaly. You're an anomaly. You're an anomaly. Most for me men, to leave you. most men are not that mature. 
most men, that's like the number one. Hell no, they can fuck hella bitches. Yeah, but you as fuck you one age, nigga and as you age, and this is why the young chicks are liking old niggas like this. As you age, you subscribe to different things. Yo, I don't even have it in. Me. Yo, if me and you together and you was cheating right now, I don't even have it in me to fix it. <laughs> I don't even have it in me to chase you around or argue with you to stop it. My decision becomes take a shit, get off the toilet. She wants to fuck. Do I still want to have something to do with her or not? The end. I'm not in the business. When you're young, you try to will your fucking, will your shit onto somebody else. I don't have time for that. Free love. Free love. People need to be themselves, be comfortable at all times. Make whatever decision you want to make without pressure from somebody else. It's man relationships now where two niggas is just there because it's convenient or they're scared to tell each other they don't want to leave. If you gave her the same money that he had, would she stay? Like, come on, stop. Okay. Well, I agree and disagree, but... Give it to me. <laughs> come on, let's, let's do it. No, I'm just saying that, like, I do believe... I, I, I agree that, for me especially, I think I would never... I wouldn't leave my partner for cheating. There's a level, though. There's a level of disrespect in the cheating, like having a baby that I wouldn't be tolerant of. And I wasn't tolerant of, especially in my in my position, in my situation. So I, I can't have a break. I stayed with my partner throughout cheating until the nigga showed up with a baby. And then I said, okay, well, this is where, this is my hard no. It's right around the line. Wait, what's the hard no? Having a baby having outside a of the baby relationship. Outside of, my, outside of our relationship. Okay. Is that a hard no for you or no? Like, is there a spectrum in no. your in your cheating or in your free no. loveness? No. And I don't understand when... I don't stop. I don't want to get me in trouble no more. Please no, no, go ahead. I, I want to know. You're not going to get in trouble. I, I never get when people, when when women leave. I understand. I understand leaving because of that, but that happens. And in the event that it did happen, you would want a man that shows up, not a man that tries to hide the baby. Kill the baby, no. pressure the girl into doing some no, shit. No, but it's a level of responsibility that I think women, we don't, women who, there's women who stay, which is, you know, that's their prerogative, and then there's women who leave, which is me. And there's a level of responsibility I don't want to have in that. I don't want to take care of this baby I didn't ask for. I don't want to be responsible for dealing with this woman who I didn't ask to deal with. You know, whether we had a relationship that was set up in the way that we're open and we, you know, and, and that's kind of like. See, I receive this as an ego thing. It's not. I think there's a boundary. There's a boundary. I think if you're in a relationship with someone and they choose to have sex with someone else and then are so irresponsible to not wear a condom and then go ahead and nut up inside that bitch, Don't you stop. aren't fucking I'm, thinking about see, me. See, and this is what I mean about the reasons that women will leave. All right, you got, y'all got it. That's true. That's a, that's a boundary that you've crossed. Check, check this out. Cheating is gonna occur. It, Absolutely. 100%. Sometimes when cheating occurs, condom or no condom, things happen in course of the cheat. In the event that you had a man that that happened with, I mean, of course you can leave him, but I assume you would want him to step up to the plate and love and no, absolutely, yes. absolutely. I'm not asking you to pressure anybody into having an abortion. No, that's you, not, you, that's not the you, argument. You lay there. in your bed. You made your bed. You lay in it. But do I have to participate? Oh, well, in oh, it? Well, oh well. But y'all talking to somebody who says cheating is reason 900 that I will leave. So that's where my my position comes. Wait, from. let me ask you something. If we're in a relationship, y'all y'all are saying fuck the baby. If you cheat on me, 
then no, no, it's I the baby. Leave. The cheating is not the problem. Well, the it's baby when... might can. Well, see, then I don't understand it. The baby might can come from cheating. So if cheating is not the problem, then the cheating well, can be forgiven. But that's, but well, that's what I said. Is it going so far as you have you not only you're cheating, and obviously shit happens, raw dogging happens, but you are not being conscious of your relationship and how that's going to make me feel if. You fuck up and then that in somebody and then now you're in the position where a bitch wants to have a baby and you have to be there for that baby. You're putting me in a position where I might have to participate in I'm, that and I'm, I don't want I to. I mean, yeah, but it's and really... And I have to sacrifice uh, yeah. time and your energy is less because you're giving it to something that we mm. never as a unit decided we were doing together. The cheating thing for me... What if he was targeted as a cheater? Then what do you do? Targeted? Well, like, you, if you were targeted as a cheater, you you have even more responsibility to make sure you're that responsible. That still didn't tell me about what you would do. I w- it wouldn't matter wait, to wait, me. Wait, if targeted, see, like, targeted like, 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 you're, like a you're, woman was trying to trap him. That was that what you mean? I yeah, just want to be clear. Yeah. If a woman, is, if you know women, if you're in a, a position where women will try to target you because they think you have something that they want, like money or whatever the fuck status, you should be even more careful in those situations. See, not realistic. I think it is realistic. If I'm an NBA player and I know there's a bunch of groupie bitches, I'm going to be more more conscious of putting on a rubber. No, you're not. You're speaking from the position of a woman mm. that has never been in that position. That is not the position of men. All I'm and saying. And who are you true. to say right. the position of men? I am. We I, see examples every day of the men you're talking about and who they're fucking. I, it right. ain't what you're saying. All I have to say <laughs> is I am grateful that it happened. I am grateful that I experienced that because it has... It has vastly changed my perspective on the type of relationship that I want to have. Because in my relationship, cheating wouldn't exist. There we go. Because we are always going, there is no, I don't own you. And if it did, you would leave. And I think in my relationship, we own, the agreement we made was that we essentially own one another. When you make that agreement of like, you can't cheat on me or it's over on both sides. Like there's this level of ownership that you're basically agreeing to. Mm -hmm. And that... Is you're setting yourself up yeah, to I, be see, disappointed, see, which I is agree. exactly what I did. I I'm, I take ownership for the fact that I think in my limited knowledge of what I could ask for in a relationship, I set myself up to be disappointed, and I was, and I made my choice, and I'm fucking ecstatic by the choices that I've made because I wouldn't literally be here with good moms making bad choices. Like I wouldn't <laughs> have this platform if you made good right choices right now. <laughs> If I didn't have, if I hadn't made that choice, essentially, and now in my relationships, I don't require, that's why cheating isn't, it's not a non-negotiable for me. Like, I don't, I would never, I wouldn't leave my partner because there would be no cheating. I mean, essentially, there could be if I have set up boundaries Mm -hmm. within my openness and Mm -hmm. you cross those, but... I think that what I'm saying is that I I don't believe that cheating, for me, is a hard no, but I understand why women leave, because... There's a level of psychology and psyche that happens when those things happen. And, and like you get depressed and you go through depression and you start doubting yourself and you want maybe you want to kill yourself. And maybe that pastor isn't there to fucking call you. See, I wonder why y'all do that when niggas cheat. That's the part I'm confused about. What, like, well, like it's so sad. Want to want to die? Yeah, like you're depressed <laughs> and start feeling like you're not really that you're not really her. Like, well, because it's women, they are paired against one another. And that's like the, the, the we the first thing that I did was like, you know, look at her shit and be like, what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> you ain't me, you know? But I, now I, I, when my friends do that, I always, like, challenge them to be like, this has nothing to do with you, actually. Like, why is it Or that person. Why That's is it fuck her? Yes. You know, like, your nigga made that choice, too, you know? And I think that as, there's a lot that has to go on and a lot of healing that has to happen in that space. 
but it's tricky. It's a tricky slippery. For me, it's slope. about like giving grace, right? Like even in that moment, you have to be able to give grace. I agree. So it's not for me to beat myself up about or feel like I'm less of a man or like my dick is small and my wallet is small. <laughs> well, I, just, I wanted to say one thing. There are much less men who are sticking with their woman who may have stepped out and maybe they fucked up and got pregnant. There are way less men who are like, I forgive you, baby, and I'm going to hold your hand through this pregnancy and stick by your side because I love you and you fucked up. I'm going to just ride it out. I'm going to hold your hand when you give labor to that nigga's baby. There is a very small population of men who are willing to do that. Where, for and, me, that would present a new, a new opportunity for me to fall deeper in love with my partner. For you. Like, wow, look at how you showing up for this baby that I know you was just cheating. I know you was just fucking. But now, look, you live with the result of your actions now. I know I, I don't have to worry about how I feel about this because I think I know how you feel about this. And to watch how you maneuver this and handle this and consider me and make all of this and grace ingratiate all this in your world, that would present a new opportunity for me to fall deeper in love with my partner, my partner to show me a, a new side of them that I never saw. And I'm just going to assume that's because you've done a lot of work and you've, you've yes. matured. Yes. You have not yes. always yeah. I was, No, no, no. I wasn't always No, no, no. I wasn't always there. Uh, 41. Okay. So how, how long do you feel like you've been evolved, this evolved, less toxic masculinity man nah nah it's recent don't be fooled so basically had to find a nigga <laughs> over 40. what was the work that you did like how did you come to this work turmoil mm. lot of turmoil all my shit came from like learning and discovering in real time and like hurting myself hurting people bad decisions self-centeredness ego pride Rage, acting out sometimes, like toxic. But when you're in a toxic relationship and don't know that you're in one because you're so comfortable in and this, like, man. like it's a, it's a lot of that. So today, yeah, whatever I know, it come from. We was on some shit back then. We was bugging, and we don't want to live like that. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so proud of the work and, that and, you've and, done. And same to you both. I really hope that men listen to this episode. Because I do I too. Feel like it's important that the gems that you've dropped and the things that you've shared I haven't agreed with all of them mm, but fine. I think that they're important I think overall you're, you are you're onto something and I hope that you can spread this message to the men's let them know to Joe to the men's let them know Joe to the men cheating is not a deal breaker tell them Joe <laughs> bitches like to fuck too and they also can fuck with no strings attached it happens <laughs> forgive them no it does happen I love when it happens I love that for us why because it's an opportunity to grow in your relationship wait Fucking women with no strings attached. Oh, you love when that happens. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. I thought you said you love when your, your woman fucks with no strings attached. No. <laughs> no. No. Others. What the do you others. look for in a woman? Like, what are the. Uh, I don't look. There's no, there's no specific traits that are like. I don't look. I want you to not, not, you to like, not be dusty. Okay. I want you to not fucking. I still don't do know what dusty means, but. Yeah, one du <laughs> dusty, you know what dust means. <laughs> I guess. Okay. How does dust accumulate when, when something's sitting there for too long, right? You know what Dusty is. Maybe she saying. hasn't been touched you in a see, long time. You see, this is what I mean. You're trying to protect your little woman audience thing, but you know what a Dusty bitch look like. I'm and not. You do too. I'm trying to. I'm, I do want to know. I'm not worried about that. Look like I've never seen that. Maybe Joe, bitch is Dusty. You are introducing me to the term. There might be Dusty bitches listening that need to knock the dust off. Okay, and I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you, Dusty bitches. I'm help them. I need them to identify themselves first, and we need we need some points. No, please. They know what a Dusty before I do. I'll chew up. There's some grease on you. 
Oh my god. Well, thank you for coming on. You guys were awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We need a hori. Oh, right, right. I'm not letting Joe leave without a hori a because hori. you know, we want to know. We know we nosy. We want to know all your business. Oh, that rhymes with Rory. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who's calling me. A hori. A hori. It's horror story time. A good hori. What's a good hori? Uh, 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 horror stories. Who hasn't, who hasn't done this stuff? Freaking nasty. Scary. It's not, no, absurd. it's not freaking. Let's see. Absurd? Like a crazy One scenario. One time I was out at, and this, I mean, I don't think it's so crazy, but I'll share it. I was out at our old favorite strip club in the Bronx, and I met a young lady who was beautiful. She happened to be in the girls. That was great because I had a girl at the time. And I called my girl and I said, hey, I'm here with a girl that's in the girls. And she's into you. And I'm in her. <laughs> so we can be into each other. <laughs> About 25 minutes from the house. What do you think? And she said, cool. Great. Bring her over. So bring her over. I waited till the shift was over. That's the worst thing in the world, of course. <laughs> you didn't pay her a little extra to get oh, off early? No, no, no. Yeah, thirsty what time bitches. did the shift over? Five? Yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> you really wanted that ass, huh? We left, yeah, we left late and I waited for it. And I, not that I was so into her, but my girl was excited. It sounded like a vibe. So I waited. And she got off and she got in the car and we got back to the house and my girl was asleep. <laughs> Did you wake her up? My girl was asleep. You didn't still fuck? <laughs> is a, is that, that's the end, right? No? <laughs> so I went over there. Okay, I was like, that is a horror story. I said, I said babe, you up. Uh. I might have whispered that shit. Yo, you up. Uh. <laughs> get up, girl. <laughs> Please. Hurry up, I got this girl over here. She didn't get up. So being hospitable, I went and, and took care of things, took care of the, the guest. So nice, so kind of you. So kind, but did, they, was your girl pissed when she woke up? Well, how would I know? What was there to be pissed about? She was okay with you taking care of the guest. The guest was gone by that uh, point. Did she ask in the morning what happened? Did you bring her? Nothing to talk about. Oh, well. Guest is gone. You slept late. <laughs> Taken care of. You no need I'm to say, discuss hey, it. while you were asleep. No, no, but. Guest knows yeah. your address. Wow, hopefully she's not a stalker. Yeah, you should have like caught me. that. You should have been awake. <laughs> You snooze, you lose. So is that hoary? That's a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. I felt whorish afterward. <laughs> I don't live that way anymore. Now you're done with those. Now I don't cheat in the same house. Yeah, I, I, that would bother me. I'm like, nigga. It's the best but way But I get cheat, it. Though. I do. If you fell asleep, you fell did, asleep. Did she need to be quiet or did you take her to like another place? No, she home? had to be quiet. Put my hand over her mouth while she was trying to make noise, but I kind of got her going. Oh, pussy like got that. Yeah, it kind of turns me like on. That, yeah. <sighs> yeah, disrespectful, but hot. Y'all pussy throbbing? A little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it was talking more for the fire, You're man. You're so dumb in here, man. <laughs> I don't go that far. Just relax. More relax. relax. <laughs> That's not what she said. <laughs> What's your sign again? Hmm? What's your sign? Sag. He's lying. I am. <laughs> well, who would be a Sag? <laughs> I'm, I'm a Virgo. Got it. I, I, you don't know your uh, other signs. Your rising <laughs> and your moon, huh? Why? I just want to know. Oh, uh, fuck. Did I forget right now? Scorpio's one. Mm. Actually, I do. I do. <laughs> Why do I have to guess? I know it. I'll just pull it up so you guys can judge know you. My, so, know so I can judge life. you. <laughs> you know, women yeah. want to know. Okay. The pattern. Does the pattern actually say? There it is. Say it. I feel like yeah, it does somewhere. 
It does somewhere on there. Let's do you believe see. In, do you believe in the stars? Yes. How could you not believe in the stars? I've run my birth chart on everything that you could run it on. Okay, well, then you should know what you're rising and your I do. Is. I just have bad memory. I'm going to run a quick analysis. <laughs> okay, my name. <laughs> Don't worry. One sec. All right, well, here we go. Joe is a Virgo. Oh, my God. We do that part. His moon is Taurus. Hmm. There we go. That makes Taurus. sense. And, and the other one is bad, yeah. His... It's bad. This is where it gets tricky here. What's tricky about it? It needs to be an astrologist. Uh, hold on, I'm looking for his ascendant. Look, to try to see who I'm compatible with. Mm. <laughs> I'm looking for his ascendant. Yeah, I know. No, because we respect women. Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> We're women's empowerment. We would I, never try to see that. Yeah, I'm sure. Thank you so much for hanging out with us no, and letting us. Thank you guys for inviting me. This was awesome. You'll never get rid of us now. We're gonna I don't want stalk to. you. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna be all in those stop group messages. Stop saying that. I don't okay. wanna, I don't want to get rid of you guys. I, clearly, he's triggered. Jeez. And we're gonna be your friend in the group chat. No, so. please, please. <laughs> don't, and yeah. we're gonna go to a strip club, and we're gonna go to play parties. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have whole, wholesome vanilla fun too. Maybe we'll get our kids okay. together. <laughs> Maybe we'll do yeah. play dates. <laughs> yeah. play, play parties sure. and play dates with Joe. I'm sure that's what we'll do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, ladies. Oh, all right, you guys. You know where to find us. It's Good Moms Bad Choices on all podcasting platforms. Follow us on Instagram at goodmoms underscore bad choices. Rate and review us because reviews matter, especially for black people. And listen to the Joe Button Podcast. And listen to the Joe Button yeah. Podcast. You probably already listened to Joe. I was going to tell him to like self-promote, but you niggas know who we're the yeah, no, where to find us. Joe the yeah. button. Check it out. <laughs> Alright, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye. En la noche, solo puedo recordar la luz en la calle de las estrellas. Como bailamos en la gran ciudad. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.